0: Hmm. You know what? You're right. We got this. Uh, Hal, when you first pitched this idea to me, I was Uh reluctant. I have to say. (laughs) It felt like we were doing an album of cover songs. Yeah. But the more I looked at this, the more excited I got to cover this.
1: This was brought up in the Facebook group. I'm Mm -hmm. sorry I don't remember who, but I'm not a computer, damn it. And... This is what's happened. D23, the official Disney fan club organization, they put up the huge convention. This is Disney where their Hall of Fame is located within the folds of D23. They have put out in honor of March, which is college basketball season, where they have their big bracket for March Madness, their own collection of, I think this is the first of many brackets they're putting out, but this is dinosaurs versus dragons are we going to do all of them and just let them do our homework for us i don't think it'd be a bad idea to to let that (laughs) well here's the problem number one the winner of this will not be probably the best of either they may have the Mm -hmm. best dragon but they probably don't in all of pop culture and the best dinosaur is not listed here of all dinosaurs the best dinosaur of all dinosaurs is dino from the Flintstones. <laughs> He's a dinosaur. He's also a dog. I know there's a dragon on here that's basically a There's a, a dog. dragon here. Yeah, Blazy is essentially Dino. Yeah, Blazy is essentially.
0: Yeah, but Dino did it first. Can you do the Dino voice? <laughs> <laughs>
1: is that close? I knew you had it in you. Thank you. Sometimes I I go to do something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like one time I was doing an impression of the lead singer of AC/DC, and I'd uh-huh. never done it before. This is in the last six months. I was like, I wonder if I can do this. I'm just going to try to make that noise with no attention to how we're going to do it. That then I was like,
2: are you ready for a good
1: time? <laughs> like, you got close enough. <laughs> your, your mouth sucks. just
0: <laughs> your brain didn't have to do any of the prep work for it. Your mouth just went, I got this.
1: I had to take the brain out of it. Yeah, that's the that's the thing. Take the brain out and then. And, and just go get-
0: leap before you look, baby leap before you look. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but that was about to rock. We say you. All right. All
1: right. Well, Let's start
0: a- talking about dinosaurs and dragons. No, no, no. You were, you were going to say something. Oh, I had
1: a thought today. It's a complete oh, non sequitur. Great. These are my and- favorites. You know that song, You Must Have Been a Beautiful Baby? Uh, Vaguely. Wasn't it like a song that was on wax cylinders? Like, it was Yeah. Was like, well, you must have been a beautiful baby, because yeah. baby, take a look at you now. That is the creepiest song <laughs> that's ever been written. Imagine you go on a date with someone, and the whole time they're like, you're really good looking. Man, I bet you were a sexy baby. I bet you, I bet you peaked like... You were a
0: 10. You oh, were a baby
1: 10. You must have been so hot in kindergarten, <laughs> just driving people wild. You're like, are you allowed near schools? Is this how why we did had this, to have dinner in this the industrial up? area of town? Oh my I was just God. thinking about it. I was taking a shower and I fair. had that song stuck in my head. That's my question is how did that song get stuck in your head? Were you listening to <laughs> your Victrola? i was listening to my victrola i had just cranked the handle i didn't know what cylinder was on there Mm because i'm terrible at organizing them and on comes that song by my favorite barbershop quartet (laughs) the four gentlemen of verona and then in parentheses new jersey and they're Uh... singing the song and i just struck me how creepy it is that that like (laughs) there's no way the person who wrote that did not spend time in jail either oh yeah after writing that song <laughs> well, they were definitely at least questioned. I hope they are daring us to catch them with that song <laughs> Uh,
0: all right, anyway. let's talk about dinosaurs, yes, and dragons. Disney has put together a dinosaurs versus Dragon's bracket as mm-hmm. part of d twenty three They have given us sixteen to choose from, yes, and to determine the ultimate winner. It does really feel like a lot of the work has been done for us as these brackets it's are so all nice together and they're
1: seated already. Well, here's the thing. This is one of those D23 everybody come vote and mm-hmm. collectively a group of people, the same group of people no doubt that came up with the name Bodie McBoatface. Right, which is a Well, that was a Colbert thing. Yes, right? but it, it just shows that the, that a group of people can be destructive. Maybe not always come up with the right answer. Yeah. So we're going to take the angry mob out of it. Ooh. And we're going to correctly point out How this should shake out. And people will get to see for the first time ever whether a group of people are able to correctly come to the answer that we arrive at, which, of course, is the only proper answer. Every single matchup that we choose will be correct all -hmm. the way through to the finals and the ultimate victor. So that's that's how the show works. That's how it works. If you're new, welcome. And I'm sorry. But not really. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not. Don't you apologize for our premise, Al. I said not really. That's I took it back immediately.
0: All right, good. I like this, uh, that the victor of this gets a cup with a big three-footed footprint on it. Like yeah. that footprint on the cup is, you know what this looks like? It's a little bit dinosaur and it's a little bit dragon. Rock and roll.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. That's right. Could, a little bit dragon. Could, That's right.
0: It's a little bit dragon. <laughs> it's I'm a little, little bit little dinosaur. dinosaur. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, mm. dinosaurs and dragons, the Mormon siblings of creatures. <laughs> where do you want to start? I want to start where the great Hal Lublin
0: started in the Northeast. Okay. So we're in the dragons. We are going to start in the dragons. The way this works is the east is all the dragons. The west is all of the dinosaurs. And yeah. We have a north bracket, a south bracket on either side. So let's start in the northeast bracket. How does that sound?
1: Sounds great. Do you want to tee up our first matchup? And we'll sure. we'll make the decision. We'll complete this quarter of the bracket and complete the southern. So we'll do one whole side and then one mm-hmm. whole side. Is that what we're going to do? Uh, Yeah, that sounds good to me. Do you like that? I, I mean, said you it. I must it.
0: love it. Sure. All right, let's start with The Reluctant Dragon and Figment. That is our first matchup. The Reluctant Dragon from, of course, The Reluctant Dragon motion picture that was really only created to show off Walt Disney Studios. Mm -hmm. And uh, Figment, who was really only created to show off Epcot. You probably, having not been to
1: Epcot, do not have a relationship with Figment. I've only been to Epcot. Oh, you've only been? When did you go to Epcot? I went twice. I went once in... 1986 or 85 and then again in 1997 or 98 all right forgive me for not remembering that because
0: that's i fine. in my brain you've always said i've never been to disney world i've never been to disney world correct
1: correct but F- magic is kingdom part world. of disney world okay yes right. only i've only been to epcot is what right. I, that, I think i think i've said that i don't that's think that's the best is a big part. reveal
0: yeah no it's it's not a big reveal i just don't yeah. have a very good memory for things fair enough so you do, you're familiar with figment.
1: I am familiar with figment and I had a stuffed figment. No, I had, they brought me, this is what my parents brought me because they went to, they went to Disney World in 1984 before me mm-hmm. for a real estate conference. For I a scope much. it out. I was too, I think I was too, they didn't want to take me on a plane when I was six or seven or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was seven by then. So they brought me back, not a stuffed figment. I don't think I had a stuffed figment. What I did have was a plastic oval. With mm-hmm. a suction cup on it that looked like stained glass and it was stained glass of who? You guessed it. Figment. Figment.
0: Yes. Yeah. Every little kid wants stained glass figment. Of course. I, the, the thing about Figment is, uh, in that park at that time, he was the character for Epcot. Yes. Like it wasn't full of all of the other Disney characters. So they created this character and he was everywhere i think as a kid i had a stuffed figment i had a little plastic figment uh figurine i had the clippy figment where his uh his two little front arms would clasp together around things i had the hat the keychain like i had all of the figment gear because that was all of the souvenirs in epcot had figment on them that said i love figment i love what figment was previously in the older version of so you've written both versions of Journey
1: into Imagination. Do you have a memory of these? Yes. I think w- when I would have gone originally, it would have been Billy Barty. Yeah. It was the original voice. And then yeah. actually Journey into Your Imagination is now Corey Burton did it. And mm-hmm. also Dave Goles. So it's, oh, a, that's really? like a, a, a triumvirate of fine actors. Yeah. And creative people who have stepped into the role of figment.
0: The character of figment as originally crafted, he yes. represents, you know, I'm trying to remember with the two tiny wings, eyes big and yellow, horns of a steer, but a lovable fellow. (laughs) From head to tail, he's royal purple pigment. And then, Eureka, you've got a figment. It's a figment of imagination. So figment is the embodiment of all things imaginative. That's right. It's going to be hard to beat figment in this round for me. But let's talk about the reluctant dragon. Please. Tell me about your relationship with the reluctant dragon.
1: I don't really have one. Not as strong as figment. Yeah. I mean, I get the reluctant dragon. It's kind of cool. It's, I think he's kind of a cool part of Disney history mm-hmm. more than he is a symbol of anything. He's not a symbol of anything larger than the film that he was in. And again, Disney essentially making an industrial film. Yeah. To show off what <laughs> they could do and how they produce things using the reluctant dragon. He's adorable. Yeah.
0: He's, but, he's very adorable. And it's a great short film that they made for this. But it does feel kind of like a workbook assignment, doesn't it? A 100%. That's what the Reluctant Dragon kind of seems like. Yeah. Whereas Figment has the weight of an entire theme park on his tiny shoulders. He has a song about him. He has a Dream yeah. Finder that carries him around. He's at comic books. He's an I love the comic books. Yeah. A sort of steampunk Dream
1: Finder in Figment comics. Yeah. Yeah, this one feels easy. Figment's going to be out. a tough one to beat, but he does move on. Yeah. Sum it up. I'm actually drawing I'm illustrating on mine as we are go. I feel <laughs> like John Madden.
0: Role. Well I, the Rocks are dragons. See, he got taken
1: down here right at the beginning, so he's not gonna make it all the way to center field on this one. I used to do these industrial commercials for Symantec. You can find almost all of them How the YouTube. IT guy. How the IT guy. And for years we filmed them at John Madden's Goal Line Studios in Mountain View, California.
0: I didn't know John Madden had studios he has, Is it, he has, where they own, do mocap for the games.
1: I I don't know if they do mocap there, but they had a couple of full studios. They had sound recording booths where he could do stuff mm-hmm. if he needed to. And he was there one time. The only time I saw him in a few years of filming there was him coming down to raid craft services to come down. <laughs> Go, I got a turkey sandwich. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> boom. boom, boom. Yeah, he just ate a bunch of food and left. Did not say anything to anybody. Just came down like he might as well have been in it. In my memory, he's in his Mm -hmm. bathrobe. I know he wasn't actually.
0: Sure. But he was like, like, doesn't like you look at his head and John Madden's head kind of looks like
1: it's always in its bathrobe. Yes. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Another quick John Madden story. (laughs) Please. I hate to blow all of them in one episode. (laughs) (laughs) Jennifer and I were driving east the country so we're taking the 10 but we're taking the southern route so mm-hmm. our first stop or second stop was right inside the texas border a small uh-huh. town where this is the, on the of, this
0: is on the el paso side or on the mississippi river side uh, el paso
1: side this, this is western texas okay and it's a very small town but we saw there was a hotel there we were exhausted so we checked in there the only restaurant open was a was a mexican place nearby so we went there And they had been visited by John Madden several times to the point where they had a table set aside for him with a plaque on the chair. Amazing. Like this and pictures of them with him. And I, I'm sure he was there several times, but I like to think he was only there once.
0: (laughs) And they just decided that this is, that would, that is somebody there was just such a huge John Madden fan. Yeah. It's like the Shroud of Turin of restaurants. If John (laughs) Madden was Jesus.
1: Yeah. They're like, someday he's going to come back. I know he is. (laughs) The doors of that bus is going to open. The second coming of John Madden, (laughs) y'all. Have you heard the good word? I got a pamphlet here. (laughs) So, yes, he's revered in that small Texas town and probably in Oakland. Repent ye for the six
0: legged turkey is upon us. (laughs) (laughs) That was always my favorite John Madden thing Was the turkey leg leg. But when he kept He would give out the turkey leg To amazing plays on Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. But when there started to be too many great plays On Thanksgiving, they just started adding more legs So he would have a turkey that looked like An insect with six
1: legs sticking (laughs) off of it We want to thank Love Canal Turkeys for providing (laughs) us With this meal All right, next up We have from the original 1977 Pete's Dragon, Elliot, mm-hmm. versus the dragon form of Maleficent from Sleeping Beauty.
0: Now, you mentioned something before, Hal, yes. in a text thread that you and I have. Mm-hmm. Tell me your beef with Queen Narissa, Madame Mim, and Maleficent on this list.
1: I think they're all fine characters. They are not mm-hmm. dragons. They are people who turn into dragons. And that is How unfair to dare? the dragon community. Yeah. These are, we have a bunch of actual dragons. And then these people who are like, I'm going to be a dragon when it's convenient.
0: Yeah. I'm going to dress like a dragon. I'm going to play dragon cosplay.
1: Yeah. When in Pete's dragon does Elliot turn into a person? Yeah. When, no. So, so that he can more easily I mean this would be de escalating. You know, they turn into mm-hmm. dragons to escalate things. He would be turning into a human to de-escalate a situation and get away.
0: Well, Elliot might not be the best because if Elliot wants to get away, he could just disappear. That's true.
1: They still threw a net over him that's Even <laughs> while he was that's invisible. True. Terminus was still able to get a hold of him. Um I love like there
0: aren't enough details already about a dragon. To add, you know what? Also, this one, uh, this one is invisible. We'll give him that
1: too. <laughs> like, it's just, it's layering on superpowers. Yeah. I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of salty that, that Elliot is in the same bracket as Figment. I know. I would want that matchup to happen later. Well, it's
0: going to happen soon because maleficent you are an imposter dragon yeah and
1: elliot is moving you're on not a drag you're you're a dragon when it's convenient for you to be a dragon and that is no dragon at all <laughs> so to you i say <coughs> and we move on oh wait but we can't move on from
0: talking about pete's dragon not yet without hearing from our dear friend jim dale who played the villain In the movie starring Elliot, Pete's dragon. Tell us, uh, Jim Dale, why Elliot should defeat Maleficent in this particular matchup.
1: Ooh, Elliot, ooh, he's a real dragon. Maleficent's a person. Ooh, Harry, I only pretend to be a dragon when it's convenient. Ooh, ooh, ooh.
0: Well, you've heard it, folks, from Jim Dale. Money, money, money by the
2: pound. Are you ready for a dragon?
0: Oh, no. Everyone's here. (laughs) By the way, I love just playing wind up Hal day today. (laughs) I feel like I'm just coasting on you being able to do a million voices and just asking for them as a whole episode is what's happening today.
1: I'm in good voice today. I'm in good voices. Mm -hmm. uh, You know, you are my friend.
0: So Elliot comes Mm -hmm. out of this round. Let's move on now. Well, this is going to be tough because both of these are humans who take on a dragon form. Yes. And they are Queen Narissa From Enchanted. From Enchanted. Played by Susan Sarandon. Yeah. And Madam Mim from The Sword in the Stone. Played by not Susan Sarandon. Tim Curry as Frankenfurter. Uh, I knew. we'd Oh, yeah.
1: Tim Curry as Frankenfurter. Yes, that's right. Similar
0: paths. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Similar but divergent paths. I don't know. What do you think of this? Feels like I, if yeah. the battle is, I'm sorry. I asked what you thought of it. And then I just started launching into what I thought of it. Go I was going
1: to say what I think you thought of it anyway. What's that? Which is, I know how much you love Madame Mim. Mm-hmm. So I also feel like Enchanted, while it is a fine movie, it's a lovely film. Mm-hmm. Worth watching. If you've not seen it, I feel like, oh, I feel like a lot of our listeners are really hit to Disney. So they've seen. Yeah. They're We've done like 50 Disney episodes. And a lot smarter than most people. So our our listeners are the smartest people in the world. This is true. For that reason, mm-hmm. I think Madame Mim should move on. Yeah. Of these two, I think she's a little bit more memorable, or at least from a more memorable property. Yeah. Well, she's a more memorable character, but is she like, it seems like Queen Narissa
0: has a dragon in her back pocket. And right. just immediately goes to the triple dog dare, immediately goes to the trump card. Yeah. Madam Mim's gonna throw a bunch of other different options in there before she goes full dragon. So
1: you think that's in Narissa's favor? I think it's in, I think it's
0: dragonier dragon. that Narissa only goes dragon. Okay, I accept that premise. Madam Mim hip pocketing dragon for the last, you know, possible choice. True. It means, uh, you know, I, though I think, I think Madam Mim I had to look up who Queen Narissa was. I didn't have to look up who Madam Mim was. Exactly. That's you the know? point.
1: Exactly. I think because yeah. that's part of it. We're going to get down to we're, we're starting with who is better known, mm-hmm. but also who is a better dragon. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're both defeated. <laughs> yeah. Who's <laughs> better at being a dragon? Maybe Queen Narissa's better at being a dragon. Because yeah. it feels like more of a threat for longer. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I'd say that's fair to say. So then, all right. Then I'm sorry, Madam Mim. Wow. Quite, just quite the X upset to
0: start this first round. All right. Uh, let's move on now to, uh, Blazy <laughs> from Onward. Onward and Mushu from Mulan. I look Blazy is very cute. So cute. Blazy is very cute. Blazy is. A dog with dragony attributes. Yeah. He's a big, floppy, goofy, non-speaking dog that has been had the much like many of the things in Onward. It is a thing that we absolutely recognize with a fantasy overlay on top of it. Yes. So Blazy is a dog with a dragon fantasy overlay on top of it. Mushu is Eddie Murphy with a dragon overlay on top of him. I mean, of the two. Mushu's a fun character. Mushu has an arc in the movie. Yes. He's a, he's a, yeah, he's a real fun, you know, fleshed out, has thoughts
1: character. Yeah. He's more fully realized. I think mm-hmm. for that reason, I think that makes him, that makes him the winner, doesn't it?
0: I think so. I, but look, Blaze, he's very cute and like using a little lick of fire as like a tongue. Yeah, is really fun and cute, but Mushu—I mean, Mushu is, Mushu is on the in like the canon of Disney characters. I think, correct. Yeah. So, Mushu comes through. So, are we just doing? We're going to do the whole side and get down to one in the east. We're going to get down to one dragon,
1: and then we're going to go over and get down to one dinosaur. I think so. I think we take a okay. break after we finish with the dragons, and then we move right. on to the dinosaurs. Do you want to stay in the south now and have Queen Narissa versus Mushu?
0: Let's have, let's stay in the South, have Queen Narissa versus Mushu. Guess what, Queen Narissa? We're jumping back to our old argument. You are not a permanent dragon. You know who is a permanent dragon? Mushu. And in this movie, he is kind of repping all dragons of a very dragon-centric motif in an entire culture. You are a queen who sometimes acts like a dragon when she wants to be mad. That's right. Acts like a dragon. Yeah. Shame on you. Yeah. Shame on you, Queen Narissa. You know what? You come over here right now. Yeah. And you, you know what? That's probably not a great idea. You still are a giant, terrifying dragon. Yeah.
1: You can still turn into a dragon. That it seems a lot more real when you're, when they're right there in front (laughs) of you. We apologize, but you did not win. Yeah. All right. Uh, We're, we're terribly sorry. Uh, your royal highness. The two most iconic dragons, I might argue on this list. Elliot versus Figment. It's so difficult. Now Peace Dragon mm-hmm. was not a gigantic hit. Right as I remember it. It's not I mean it is a B-tier animated sure. film.
0: But it is for us because of our age and when we were kids, yes. one of the ones we remember from our childhoods.
1: Absolutely, it was contemporary mm-hmm. to both of us. And it has some great songs. Yes. Yeah, b B-tier Ready. is not Yeah, this is the the Sherman Brothers were gone at this point. That mm-hmm. Knobs and Broomsticks was their, I think, their last Disney film, mm-hmm. or the last major one. I'm not. Th- I'm did. not sure. They did not write the music for this film. I know that yeah. for sure. This is during their hiatus. Mm-hmm. It is a fine movie. To call it B tier means it's simply not. He's not going to be up there with characters from Beauty and the Beast or The Little Mermaid or Cinderella, or Mulan. you know, or Mulan. The question is, right now, can he mm-hmm. beat the Spokes Dragon? For the concept of imagination. For the concept of imagination itself. Yeah. And an entire section of a theme park that's very popular. Though Elliot kind of is that too. Sure. Well, everybody thinks he's fake. Yeah.
0: Until they encounter him. So, oh, that's interesting. So what we have is a dragon that everyone thinks is a figment of imagination, but is actually a real dragon versus a dragon that really is a figment of imagination.
1: True. And he's also the least conventional in terms of looking like a dragon. Which one? Elliot or? Figment? Elliot. He has the head of a camel. Yeah. The neck of he, a crocodile. They both have songs about what they look like. Yeah. He's both a fish and a mammal.
0: Wait, okay. <laughs> Do you know that? Will you give me this song? I gave you the other song.
1: I think I gave you the I think the way it goes is. He's got the head of a camel. The neck of a crocodile. sounds very strange he's both a fish and a mammal and i hope that he never he'll never change there you go it's not easy anyway
0: and figment yes i already said before two tiny wings eyes big and yellow horns of a steer but a lovable fellow Mm -hmm. from head to tail he's royal purple pigment and then eureka you've got a figment so they each have their own song that describes what they look like they both have tiny wings Though I will argue that on Elliot, tiny wings are more hilarious because Elliot is humongous. He's, yeah, he's real big. He has the ability to disappear. Mm -hmm. I, this is tough for me because I am so partial to Figment. I love Elliot. It could be that Elliot is, um, is the victor in this, but Figment is just, is just one of my all
1: time favorites and this, but our show is objective. I think they're both great. Mm -hmm. I feel. I feel a very strong attachment to Elliot. However, because we do not make decisions here based on mm-hmm. emotions, yeah. never have. Go try to point out a time that either of us did that and we'll both say that you're wrong. Pretzel wrong. Including Ken in the comments right now. <laughs> if you could see the fill coming out of Ken Plume's keyboard, you would <laughs> fall back on your fainting couch. Absolute filth flarn flarn filth figment Mm -hmm. has a larger pop culture impact and it's still more recent and hasn't been redone in a live action movie that i've heard was good but it's not that's not my elliot my elliot goes yeah ken is so mad right now by the way we're getting all these messages because he loves elliot and wants elliot to go forward. He just quit. Ken just quit, you guys. Yeah, here's a clip. Here's a <laughs> <laughs> You know, <laughs> I think I think they're both good. I Figment to me feels like the truth is I think this is a formality. I don't know if either one can beat Mushu. I yeah, don't Mushu's know if either one probably, can beat yeah. Mushu. In fact, I oh, I have a different approach for how we're going to do this by the way. Okay. Let's get to final 4 and then let's take a break. Okay, great. So Figment or Elliot, I know that Elliot does have a story. We're not discounting Elliot as a two-dimensional dragon, even yeah. though he literally is a two-dimensional dragon.
0: Yeah, and Figment is literally a three-dimensional dragon because you first see him. My introduction to him was in three dimensions as a character in the Epcot. right. Ken,
1: we're trying to do an episode. Ken, please stop. stop. Please stop, stop trying to go via the chat. <laughs> It's like R2D2. We're the only ones who can tell you what Ken is saying right now. <laughs> He's our own R2 unit. <laughs> Let's talk about what each of them represents. We have what we know what Figment represents. Mm-hmm. Elliot represents undying loyalty and love mm-hmm. and protection. He is Pete's caretaker and protects yeah. him from the Grogans has kept him safe. Where's the rest of the family?
0: <laughs> the rest you of what think? family the, 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 the rest you. of elliot's family yeah well, they're, no, all, they're all
1: they're, gone, the they're of pete's all gone rest are all gone what about no. pete's family you remember you've seen the sixth sense right oh i see where you're going with this yeah remember the little girl yeah his mother keeps giving her he's putting lysol in her soup yeah so that she can take care of you it. it's called for those of you out there who are unfamiliar it's called munchausen by proxy <laughs> Now, I'm not saying Elliot did eat the rest of Pete's family and then swooped in to be a caretaker. I'm saying I don't know if that's what happened. Look, the
0: question's just been raised. We're not here to answer that question. Yeah. You're going
1: to have to wait for the Netflix limited series about that to come out. You know who never ate a whole family?
0: Hmm. Definitely never ate a whole family is Figment. figment,
1: but he definitely
0: probably ate a baby once maybe Though, no he's a figment of imagination he went on an imaginative fantasy where he ate a baby oh it's not real yeah. oh, but so it was gets- a but it was a su- that super sexy baby from that song
1: <laughs> oh it's so creepy <laughs> oh you look lovely tonight i will bet you looked real hot as a kid all right we got to get that topic <clears throat> so <bleh. clears throat> gross um, unacceptable ken cut all of that no keep it in we need people to know that this song is not okay please stop playing it and stop singing it all you barbershop quartets think about something different how about saying i hope you had a good childhood you're a lovely adult let's focus on that yeah that's that's great that's sound advice and it rhymes okay well all right it's figment figment wins figment
0: wins sorry elliot elliot that was a tough battle you shouldn't have eaten that family. Yeah. And in the South, look, we have Madam or we have Queen Narissa versus Mushu. We got wait, Mushu out of wait, We're going to wait. wait on that. So we're what up? we have now is we... Ha- yeah, okay, oh, we so already we had- moved
1: Mushu on to the final four. We
0: moved Mushu on. I didn't even hear us officially do that.
1: Oh, yeah, it's official. Yeah. It's official.
0: All right, so it's Mushu and Figment on the dragon side. Yeah. Let's move to the dinosaur side.
1: Are you sure we don't need to take a break? No, we're never breaking again. All right, great. Now, we both live in the Southwest, so let's start there. Let's start in the Southwest, and our first fight
0: is the Primeval World Dinosaurs, I'm going to say from the train yes. at Disneyland. Well, r-
1: originally the, the 1964
0: World's Fair. 1964 World's Fair brought into the part where the train doesn't want you to see backstage, so they send you through some dioramas. Yes. And one of them is these primeval world dinosaurs, which are in three dimensions and lovely, uh, versus Aladar from the Disney film Dinosaurs. No, Dinosaur. Dinosaur. I always get that confused. Dinosaurs is the TV show. Yes. The Not the Mama show. They will be represented later. Don't worry. Don't, I'm not worried from the motion picture Dinosaur, uh, who is the main character in the movie. So guess,
1: guess what? what? I didn't remember existing. What? <laughs> until, until I looked at this bracket. What? The 2000 Disney movie dinosaur. Uh, I remember the movie only because I remember how
0: realistic everything looked. That right. to me was like the most up to date way to look at 3D CG graphics. And I think what they did was they actually shot live the backgrounds. They had real dinosaurs come in. They had real dinosaurs come in, and then they drew over the top of them like that '70s version of Lord of the Rings. Yeah, 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 something like that. Yeah, it's robust. so Aladar was a, a real dinosaur that they had hired. I don't know who the actor was. He was good though. DB Sweeney, DB Sweeney. So the I didn't know DB Sweeney was a dinosaur. So they hired dinosaur mm-hmm. DB Sweeney. Yeah, and then well, they he just, turns into one. <laughs> well, you know what? He's not a dinosaur then. Exactly. Yeah. You so can. you know what? The primeval world dinosaurs. Yeah, of course they win. win.
1: I don't care if you only see them when you go to Disneyland. At least people see them. Ooh. Really funny. Oh, he threw shade on the 2000 film Dinosaur. Oh, throwing shade at Aladar. Aladar is a great character, though. He's Aladar. Well, all right. He's a great character who did not win. No, he did not I mean, are you going to pick him? No. Because he he won't listen to this, so you don't have to worry about hurting his feelings. Are you sure?
0: Are you 100% sure? Yeah. All right. So we're going with the primeval world dinosaurs from the 1964 World's Fair, <laughs> arguably more influential than that Aladar was. Yeah, groundbreaking animatronics. All right, now we're going with Arlo, the human-toothed little dinosaur baby from what movie is this? From the Good Dinosaur. From the Good Dinosaur. He's and baby,
1: he is that he takes a human baby with a little cave baby. I, I clearly, I do not know this movie. Yeah, that's okay. He's not. Hey, guess what? Guess who's also not gonna win?
0: Arlo. You know why? Because he's in a bracket against Baby Sinclair from the
1: television show Dinosaurs. You know, even if you had never seen that show, mm-hmm. which was a fun used handsome puppets, our good friend Kirk Thatcher, one of the people behind it. Created Baby Sinclair, yes. I believe. Uh, so baby this Sinclair, one Sinclair. You know Baby Sinclair because he would do the I'm the baby, gotta love me, and the not the mama. Yeah. Which which is what he would say to his father.
0: Yeah. And he would smack his father with whatever was closest to him and say, not the mama.
1: Yeah. But breakout character from that show was baby Sinclair. Really fun. Annoying fun. He's he's annoying fun. Yeah. Deliberately annoying annoying fun. Is the annoying fun of baby Sinclair enough to give him the edge over the primeval world dinosaurs from Disneyland? Slash the 1964 World's Fair.
0: Here's the thing. Yes. I know that the next bracket is all T-Rexes. Yes. So the idea of T-Rex versus animatronic Brontosaurus is not as good in my mind as the battle of T-Rex versus Henson Baby Dinosaur. I think we agree on that. Baby Sinclair advances. Baby Sinclair advances to battle one of these four T-Rexes. Yes. In the first bracket, we have the Carnotaurus from both the Disney movie Dinosaur and the ride in Disney World. Dinosaur! Exclamation point. Knee. Countdown to extinction. I'm not sure how you say the actual (laughs) name of that ride. Uh But a big, scary T-Rex with uh, horns is what a and, Carnotaurus and base, is.
1: An actual, not a T-Rex, actually, its own dinosaur. D- no, it
0: looks like a T-Rex yes, with it horns. it has that. But yeah, yes. it is its own dinosaur. It
1: is a giant predator.
0: All right. So it's not a bracket of all T-Rexes. It is a bracket of mostly T-Rexes. And then somehow the one they found that is scarier than a T-Rex. Yes. Predators. Yeah. But is the Carnotaurus battling against rex from toy story yeah going to beat an icon yeah is that carnotaurus going to beat an iconic performance from wallace Shawn in three movies and countless cartoons and a beloved disney character four movies
1: yes four movies that's right they made a fourth one and specials and everything such yeah. a great character and such a great choice to have what should be a fearsome pure fearsome historic predator turn him into a nevishy. Yeah, neurotic Wallace Sean is so yeah. good. It's He's such, such a such great a character. character, and the character's been with us. Can you believe that character's been with us for 26 years almost? No
0: kidding.
1: Yeah, it's crazy to think 1995, the original Toy Story. So we have Rex. Moving on, also in the northwest, we have Tiny, the Tyrannosaurus Rex from Meet mm-hmm. the Robinsons. Their pet. Okay. Versus the Rite of Spring Dinosaurs from 1940s Fantasia.
0: I'll say this in favor of the Rite of Spring Dinosaurs. Mm -hmm. They are, out of all of these, the ones that seemed like they were created to seem realistic. You know what I mean? It The rest of these feel like characters. Maybe the Primeval World Dinosaurs are the same thing. They feel like the theme park version of this, which is, it's Fantasia. It's beautiful. It is a work of art. And these are, hey, here's an introduction to what dinosaurs were. And it like it feels educational almost.
1: Yes. But then you have the fun of a dinosaur (laughs) who says that, I quote, I have a big head and little arms. I'm just not sure how well this plan was thought through. (laughs) Who becomes (laughs) the house pet of family and uh, meet the Robinsons. Certainly not. It was not our generation. Mm -hmm. that's that's a a little bit later it's that movie is only 14 years old it has more personality these are all nondescript dinosaurs now i know we have we've already chosen a group of nondescript dinosaurs do we really want to choose two and i'm not i'm i'm asking i'm not inferring
0: no i look what honestly i don't think it matters this is going to be one of these two is going to lose to rex I think you know it what I should mean? be Tiny.
1: I think Tiny's adorable.
0: I th- look, I think Tiny's adorable. Let's go Tiny is adorable. And then Rex is... Is Rex. Rex is Rex. Rex is a classic Disney character. And Rex has to go on to the final four. Yes? Rex,
1: in effect. Of course. All right. Now
0: we're going to take a break.
1: So our final four are... Yes. Rex, Baby Sinclair... Correct. Mushu, yes. and Figment. That's right. All right. Let's take a break, and when we come back, the final four will be whittled down to your champion in the first ever Dinosaurs versus Dragons D23 March Air Mania. We got this pro-am. We'll be right back hey folks it's me james arthur m host of minority corner your home through these wild times for weekly doses of pop culture history news nerdy stuff and more through a bipoc queer and allied lens and you need to put me in your picture
0: <laughs> i am eartha
1: kit where am i right now <laughs> why well, it's february and march that you get to celebrate me and all the other beautiful black women in your life and or your history and still to this Today we do not have a federal anti-lynching law this is so bad James. they were like i didn't I, I didn't even know any of this existed yeah yeah this <sighs> is God. why we have these conversations here so join me and some of your new bffs every friday here on maximum fun to stay informed empowered and have some fun minority corner because together we're the majority
0: Hi, I'm Allie Gertz. And I'm Julia Prescott, and we host Round Round Springfield. Round Springfield is a Simpsons-adjacent podcast where we talk to your favorite Simpsons writers, voice actors, and everyone who's worked on the show to talk about shows that aren't The Simpsons. So we're going to be talking to people like David X. Cohen, Yardley Smith, Tim Long about... Other projects they've worked on, sometimes projects that didn't go well,
1: Mm. some failures, some
0: rejection. Some failed pilots, (laughs) some failed life events. Yeah, we just (laughs) talked to all the failures of The Simpsons. Yeah. So if you really love your Simpsons trivia and want to get to know the people who have worked on The Simpsons a little bit better, come by Round Springfield. Every other week on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Okay, let's do this. Final four. Are we allowed to say final four? I know yes. we're not allowed to say March Madness. Yes, we are allowed. Great. The final four of this March Madness. Yeah. The last four of this March crazy. <laughs> Where do you want to start? Do you want to start with dinosaurs or do you want to start with um you said you had a plan? You were like, no, no, no. Let's get down to the final four. Then I have an idea.
1: Then uh no, that was the idea.
0: Oh, can we take <laughs> a break a and get to the final four. <laughs>
1: oh, you thought I had a full plan? I yeah, I thought you had a
0: full plan. I All made right. it sound like I did. So our battle now is Rex versus Baby Sinclair. Let's start with dinosaurs. What do you think? I don't think you can beat Rex. You can't beat Rex. He's
1: just, yeah, he's he is a, an icon. Yes, just a he's just an amazing character. Hats off to Baby Sinclair, who was a gay pop culture. He was a character of the moment. Mm-hmm. He had his he had his time in the sun, and it was glorious. And oh, I loved him.
0: I remember the t-shirts that everybody had that said, not the mama and gotta love me.
1: Yeah. The fact that that persists and people remember it, or at least mm-hmm. the references persist, is mm-hmm. very impressive for a show that was not on the air for, for terribly long. And didn't it end with the asteroid hitting Earth and killing all of them? Uh, am I remembering I, that right? Ken, can you, will you R2D2 that. and let me know if I'm right about that? Thank you.
0: Thank you very much. I don't know. Did an a- what did it
1: end with the, asteroid yes and there was an endless winter essentially you got the sense that all those dinosaurs were gonna die
0: oh well look it did a great job uh it was a great show of its moment but what i had hoped to see happen has in fact happened and a t-rex has eaten a baby dinosaur rex is most definitely going on to the final final game he is of all of the dinosaurs it is now official rex is number one that's right. Shall we move on to the dragon
1: side. Yes, we have the two tiniest dragons. I know. Isn't that sweet? Have advanced little Mushu and little figment have both made it to the final four. Copyright the show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Look, I think this is where we might have to part ways with figment. Yeah. Cause Mushu is, you mentioned the A list, uh, Disney movies and the B list Disney movies. Yes. Ulan is a, a, a an A list Disney movie. Correct. Even though Mushu didn't make it into the new live action reboot, I don't think. I haven't seen the live no, action. No, not. They changed it
1: because there's also a, there's a cultural appropriation issue there. Sure. Because, you know, yeah. Also, you have Eddie Murphy playing the character, which is another issue. It's not, this is not without its problems. Mushu? However, the character is very memorable.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's very much like, hey, doesn't like nowadays, someone would whisper in an ear and be like, you probably shouldn't make that.
1: Yes. Right? 24 years ago, there was certainly less sensitivity and less regard given to how mm-hmm. cultures other than our own were handled. Yes. Where there's more awareness of that now, it would be weird not to at least talk about that. Mm-hmm. Does it disqualify Mushu as a character? No. I don't think it does.
0: I don't think it does either. I think Mushu, I guess I, in my brain, it's such a, like, it's so non-representative of its culture. Yes. it just feels like a wacky Disney character to me.
1: You know what I mean? Yes. And after, you know, you have Robin, you have Robin Williams as the genie. And then this becomes, who's the other, who's yeah, another who's a huge incredible, comedian. Yeah. With the ability to improvise. Yeah. And you have Eddie Murphy. As Mushu, to have him, to get him for a Disney movie is a huge deal, obviously. Mm-hmm. And it's a really fun character and he's adorable. <laughs> do you think that
0: just now realizing once we've put him in the final four, or just now pointing out the cultural problems that Mushu has, do you think that that gets Figment into a final duel against Rex? I don't think so.
1: I, I don't do you think, think like, so. I think it's problems more aside, just, Mushu is an iconic Disney character. Correct. I think you that's I mean? the that is the thing here. It's weird to say like, and he's completely perfect. I'm just pointing right. out that there are issues there. Yeah, that he's not the mushrooms from Fantasia. Correct. Nor is he the um, Siamese cats from Right Lady Tramp.
0: Yes. And I apologize to anyone that is vehemently
1: angry at us and disagreeing right now in this moment. Is there a crash pad in your apartment behind you? Yeah. Is that for working out when you do yoga? Yeah, it's well,
0: it's just a mat for doing like, uh I got it for like connect games or VR stuff or you know what I mean? Just to have I do put it under me for yoga. Amazing. Yeah, I just noticed that and wanted to ask about it. It's weird, though, with a yoga mat on top of it, because otherwise it's like carpet rug yoga. mat. So there's no version of it where I'm like on a yoga mat on a hard floor. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because there's just no hard floor in here. But yeah, you never know. You know what it is? I grew up in theater school just on a mat. You know what I mean? Every class had a stack of mats in the corner and you'd come into class and it's like, okay, everybody grab a mat. That was just how you did class was. Yeah. You had a mat and you did class on it.
1: It reminds me of elementary school gym class because we would go, you get the mats, you put them out, and then you could do tumbling or do whatever you're going to do on the mats. So just seeing them brought back memories. So thank you. Well, if you need them, they have them at the boxing store on Laurel Canyon Boulevard. That You know, the first store I'm going to go into since April will definitely be the boxing (laughs) store on Laurel Canyon Boulevard. Thank you for that tip. Oh my God. You haven't been to a store. You haven't been to, you haven't been inside a store in a year inside a grocery inside of no general. No, I, well, I went inside a Kohl's to return something, but no, I avoided at all costs. I can do. I like like that in a whole year, in a
0: whole year of this, that what we have all been collectively living through, Mm -hmm. like if this were the zombie apocalypse and they're like, look, man, if you leave this van that we have armored and provisioned with food, You will be killed by zombies. Yeah. You're like, yeah, I know that. But I have to make this return to Kohl's within 45 (sighs) days or I'm not going to get the 1195 back that I spent on this defective carafe. You get it. (laughs) You get it. I get you. All right. So it's Mushu. Is he beating Figment?
1: He's beating Figment. He's beating and Figment. You know what? And he's going up against Rex in the final battle. Yeah. I knew going into this. That this was the battle. This felt like what the finals would be.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I was right. Well, then who wins? That's the big question. You want to one, two, three this? Or do I you guess. want? Yes. You want to have a debate? I feel like we've talked about how great each of them are. Yeah. I think we can one, two, three this. Are right, you ready? Mm-hmm. One, two, three. rex Rex. people of the world you put wallace sean in an animated t-rex toy and tell me it's not the greatest thing since sliced bread he's like secretly the best part of the original toy story he works for kids and works at a great level for adults who have had time to develop a number of neuroses (laughs) which are apparent in him (laughs) i mean who knows what latent problems are undiagnosed inside that little T-Rex (laughs) who is not good at roaring and just wants to be included and loved. And of who among us doesn't. So not only have dinosaurs defeated dragons because they're real and they walk the earth, I guess, but the greatest dinosaur of them all, what, what? So are dragons. No, that's true. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's true. You know, 300 years ago when dinosaurs walked the earth, (laughs) They're walking around that this flat disc that we're all spinning on. Yeah,
0: and we were riding on their backs until someone pulled the whistle that it was uh break time and then we slid down their backs with our lunch pail.
1: <laughs> and then ate their ribs at the drive-in.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's a living. <laughs> it's a living. The greatest winner <laughs> of this bracket. There's almost no need to vote, but go do it so D23 feels loved. The winner of this bracket is Rex. Asked and answered. You're welcome, Disney. Yeah, this topic was asked by,
0: uh, let's see, let me look at my notes. Uh, Disney.
1: Okay. Thank
0: and you. uh so, thank you for listening, and thank you for the topic. This topic is closed, but there are many more to discuss. So please reach out to us on Twitter at We Got This Tweets,
1: or you can email <laughs> me. You can email us at we got this at gmail.com or why not go to our Facebook group and talk about your favorite dinosaurs and dragons and other creatures, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash. We got this podcast. Thank you to producer Ken Plume, researcher, Kate McManus, graphic designer, Uri Kelman and QA engineer, Jen Alba. And thanks of course, to our musicians, Jonathan Dinerstein and Mike
0: Furman for our score and theme song respectively. And thanks to you, the people of the world for giving us, a chance to sit down and uh, talk about dinosaurs and dragons and uh, go deep on one of the things that both of us love a lot, which is all of the fun things that Disney has brought into our lives. Um, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For Hal Loveland, I'm Mark Agliardi.
1: For Mark Agliardi, I'm Hal Loveland. And don't worry, everybody. We got this. We got this.
0: MaximumFun.org.
1: Comedy and culture.
0: Artist owned. Audience supported.